Welcome to First 100K, the show where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, digging deep to find the tools, tactics, and superpowers that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida, where I have the honor of helping hundreds of entrepreneurs to start, launch, and grow their businesses. Today, our featured guest is courageous entrepreneur, Jane Herlong. And Jane is this amazing, humorous, uh, Hall of Fame speaker. Um, Jane believes in the extraordinary hearing power of, hu of humor and storytelling. I am 100% on board with you, Jane, with that, 100%. Um, she's a female best-selling author. Uh, her past book was Bury Me With My Pearls. What a great title, Bury Me Thank With My Pearls. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Jane is a certified professional speaker. She's a professional singer. Um, she's also, I gotta put this out there, she is the former Miss South, South Carolina. Right, in um, the Miss America pageant. pageant. And the Miss America pageant. Yeah. So she's a beauty queen, ladies. So listen That's up. Right. She's got a ton of wisdom. <laughs> Jane, go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Joseph, thank you. I'm very honored. And this is exciting just to share a little bit of me and the struggles of getting to that uh, first big chunk of change that you could use in your life and the, the journey to get there. Yes, I am, um, you know, and it, it doesn't really matter where you live. Did you know that? I live in a tiny, tiny town. This is like 2,500 people. And I'm actually in my husband's office because I feel like green acres. I have to climb the telephone pole to get internet. So this is my telephone pole, having to come into town and our little town. So my husband shares his office with his, he's with New York Life, with the funeral home. So we were laughing earlier, I call it New York Life or death, you know. So I'm in the funeral home part. So this is quiet, not a lot of noise, right? So <laughs> here I am. So uh, I'm a Charlestonian by birth. And uh, when I was Miss South Carolina, um, my husband was actually dating the girl that beat me at Miss America, I'm over mm. it. No way. Yes. I'm so wow. over that, but I'm not. This, so I was dating an astronaut. So, there must be so much story there. There's so much story. There's so much I'm over it, but um, yeah. But anyway, she was great. Loved her. Super great girl. So you so, were dating um, an astronaut? I was. I gave him up because I knew this was the one for me. And so, um, so I tell everybody I didn't win Miss America, but I did marry her boyfriend. <laughs> I love that. That's great. And this so, town is fun and funny and it, it, you can, you can be whatever. Cause it, I mean, it's, it gives you permission to be bigger and do more. It's like this freeing thing. Cause people are so unusual here. Mm. A small town, Southern stuff is good. I, stuff. I love it. So, you know, startup nation, listen to the wisdom here. If you're in a small pond, become the big fish. Yes. Right? That's, that's what Jane is saying here. So if you want to check out Jane, it's janeherlong.com, like her long hair. So that's right. Jane, H-E-R-L-O-N-G.com. And you can check out Jane and all her speaking, her books and everything like that. So Jane, let's get, take a minute and share with us something personal that very few people in your business life know about you. Well, that I like your, I'm cutting off my phone if you see me going like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I really am like most people. You're just trying so hard to get to that magic spot in your life where you can 
make money to invest back into your business. And um, let me tell you, I didn't tell you this, Joseph, but last week I had the privilege of being with a tremendous group of successful people, incredible people. And we all talked about the struggles to get to that magic number. And as it turned out, it was the same thing, the same formula. And these were the top 100 New York life agents, which was kind of cool. I even sat across from the president of the company. And it's a simple formula, but the complication is getting to the simple. Does that make sense? Completely. It's, it's have, actually genius to take complex and make it simple. Any idiot. It, it is. So the journey is where you, you have courage. We were talking about, you know, you've, written books. I've written books. And I don't know about you, but I felt like when I wrote my first book, it was like opening my underwear drawer and saying, Hey, y'all want to look, just look and play around. Exactly. I, I described it when I wrote my book. It's like going out, uh, you know, in front of the whole world naked. Oh my gosh. They, they get to see everything. Everything. It's very and vulnerable. Then, well, like you said, you want to be real and transparent and it, it's a risk when you do that. Mm. But it's so rewarding because I know you've had it. People call you, email you, send you whatever information, go, wow, thank you. Mm. I mean, when you start getting reviews and you say, ah, oh, they get this. And then all of a sudden you've got this talent and then it leads into another. And then you go, hmm, I'm going to be brave again. So it's just taking the next brave step. And for me, I, you know, what did I start doing singing in churches? I was Miss South Carolina, straight off of Miss America, lived in this little tiny town. How am I going to monetize this? I got mm. fired from teaching. I made F in math, made an F in writing. That was my dunce hat. We got we to gotta put on our dunce hats. See, that really wasn't a, a stupidity thing way back when this uh, guy, John Scott's Duns, he said all the brilliant uh, information and wisdom funnels through the dunce hat, but it was turned into something not mm, so no, cool. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, when Charles Dickens wrote the Curiosity Shop. So, but what, what what were you punished for? What were you punished for? Man. You remember? Yeah, I was punished for looking out the window because I was imagining and being creative, right? Which is exactly yeah, same here. that's exactly where my superpower lies. But back then, it was. It, you know, it was the opposite of academic and academics oh, sure. the only way you succeed in life, but that's not accurate. Right. Well, me too. I mean, daydreaming. Yeah. Um, you know, talking too much, you know, yeah. I, I'm a singer and making jokes. That was the biggie. I got in a lot of trouble for, for making jokes and I, I get I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm on Sirius XM radio. I mean, they play my comedy, which I'm thrilled because that's a whole nother revenue stream so what i'm saying is you start somewhere i'm singing and speak i'm singing in churches and then somebody says to me as you know listen to people that have your best interest and then people say that was so good what you said do you have that recorded and you go maybe i should record that and then that leads to gosh that was funny do you, do you have that that's that's really funny and then you go oh i can be funny and then you have those roadblocks of the people that supposedly know everything go, uh-uh, you're not funny. So what do you do? You say, uh, I'm going to prove you wrong, sweetheart. And you mm -hmm. send it anyway and see what happens. That's what happened to me. I'm I think that's wrong. great. 
And I'm, I'm going to bring this up just for a second and be vulnerable with my audience, right? So Startup Nation, Jane and I, uh, right before we um, started, we pressed the record button, uh, Jane asked me about my life, right? So I shared some of the struggles I've gone through and a little bit about my backstory and the big transformation I just had. And Jane goes, oh my gosh, that needs to be a book. And I was like, you really think so? And she's like, yeah, that's a book. So look out for people who can see your blind spots, right? Oh, so and, and bring it, bring it right in front of you and don't ignore it. Don't deny it. Like Jane just said, Hey, I know, you know, the publisher or whatever of this book company and we can have this published. I think you got a great story there. So I'm going to take her up on that. And that's exactly. Yeah, I, I know doing. what they're looking for and they're looking for you. Look at that. Gotta love it. All right. So Jane, let's get down to business. This is an entrepreneurship show. Right. Our audience loves contacts. Approximately right. how much gross revenue did your business do in the last 12 months? I would say for me, it was over a hundred thousand, but just products. Uh, gross sales, gross revenue. Um, probably half of that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I make my money from the platform from speaking, mm -hmm. but that's again, you don't get rich from doing just one thing. You got to, right. you got to do a conglomerate and then you have to start investing and then the market's hot right now. I mean, I'm married to a financial guy. So, so <laughs> you got to keep, and then you got to, you got to save some for a rainy day. You got to yeah. save some to invest. And then you got to save some to take risk. You know, I get that. Risk. So between all your different uh, monetization streams, right? Yeah. Streams of income. You got your speaking business, your book sales, um, other things you do, your humor, your comedy. Um, what's that approximately that total gross revenue everything combined coming in in the last 12 months you said combined, it's over 100,000 100, probably yep. it'd be you know I was almost afraid to look but I did because I knew my taxes were going to be icky um, <laughs> about 135 probably and I cool. will say half of that it's probably 50 50 the speaking and then the, the products because got I got a cash advance for the book yeah Thing. And then the, uh, haven't seen the, the, um, like the book sale royalty yet because I have to meet that cash advance. Yep. Yep. But I then I've that. got three other books that have been good, but the Sirius XM, the, um, that's been incredible. The royalties from that, that's a nice chunk every month. Well, I want so, to chat with you about that off camera. Yeah. So uh, what are you on track to gross over the next 12 months? What's the goal there? Well, I'm going to try to probably increase it by about a hundred thousand. All right. So about 230, 250,000. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I'm very fortunate. I have a great, wonderful situation with my husband and he, he's a great breadwinner. But mm -hmm. the thing is with me and I know this sounds probably beauty queen. So I'll just go ahead and do the wave. But <laughs> The money to me is important, but not as important as the message. Mm. The passion 100%. is in the message. What do I get out of bed for every morning? Why do I don't, I don't like Fridays because I think it's over. But you Monday, I can start over again. That's such the opposite way of thinking and mindset of the rest of the world. You know, Friday is like party day. They look forward to because they're miserable in their life. I'm telling you. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, and then Monday, they're like dreading it because they hate what they do. If you hate what you do, 
go change it. Like go do something that you love to do, but that you're good at and that people will pay you for. Find out what it is and make the jump. So Jane, we all love to listen to millionaires and billionaires, right? Their stories are so exciting, right? And they're up here and we're like, someday that's going to be me. But we struggle to relate with them because we're struggling to make our first 100K. So we're down here, they're up there. Take us back to when you were struggling to get over that first 100K hump and paint us a vivid picture and tell us that story. Well, I remember just sitting at my office. It was this time of year, January. That's the, you look back and then you look forward and you look at your calendar and you go, here we go again. It's going to be the same story all over. And then you just tell yourself, no, I'm going to keep steady at this. I'm going to, in my business, I'm going to find the right people that need my services. I'm going to isolate that. And you have to be willing to have the confidence to sell yourself to a client. And so then that leads to other speaking engagements. And then the word of mouth thing is the most powerful because you can social media till the cows come home. But unless somebody in that little group knows you, I mean, I'm speaking Friday to an international conference. This is my fifth time. I cannot believe these people are having me back. And so here I go, you know, back in the same, which I absolutely love these folks are good. They're, they're my people. So you have to find your people and don't get so upset that you're starting small because you never know where that will lead. I remember because I'm an agricultural uh, legacy. My dad was a farmer. I married a farmer. And so I remember accepting these little tiny speaking engagements. And one was for, I'll use their name, Farm Credit. And I'm thinking, this is so nothing. Good grief. That led to 25 years of being passed around all over the country to these little farm credit groups who bought my stuff, who loved me, who follow me still. And their business model changed. And so that's why I don't speak as I did, because they don't have the same format. But for 20-something years, honey, I was the sweetheart. And I loved it. And I made so much money just from that, that run. But so don't turn your back on something that you might not think has a great uh, reward at the time. Because you never know who that person could say, hey, you need to get Jane. Or, or you need to check out Joseph. Or, you know, gosh, they've got it going. I'm telling you, you'll love them. My husband got the biggest case of his life from this guy he didn't even think had two nickels to rub together. And he became one of his biggest and best clients. So you never know where that trail might lead. It might be a narrow path, but heck, it might open up into a a super highway of business. So don't turn things down. I love that. So Startup Nation, listen to the wisdom that Jane is dropping on you right here. Don't take for granted the little opportunities that open up to you along the way. Sometimes they are the narrow gateway that explodes into the ocean of wealth and fame and everything else that you're desiring, that you're wanting. And the question is, can you be humble enough to take that small step and and go through that gateway, even though it doesn't look like much? And then possibly have 25 years of just, you know, opportunity thrown at you like Jane did. What did you want to add, Jane? Well, I, I, I love a speech that I do for mixed audiences called Don't Throw Tomatoes at My Field of Dreams. And it's the things that I learned picking tomatoes in my daddy's tomato field. And it's just profound stuff. I mean, show people what they want. That was one of the things. I take this big bucket of tomatoes and this is one guy 
you know, he's exactly what he was looking for. We call them five sixes, staked and on plastic, beautiful tomatoes. You show people what they want. He wouldn't buy from me on the phone. So I went to him and said, look, you know, and then I also learned that there was one guy who was so ornery. He never bought anything from me. And I show him the best tomatoes. And he was frustrated because he dumped out my bucket. He didn't care what was on the top. He wanted to see what was on the bottom. You got to be consistent. Mm -hmm. You got to be consistent in what you do. And then people trust you when you're consistent, when you're reliable. And it takes mm -hmm. those little things. I mean, my daughter right now, graduate from Clemson, graduate school, she's starting out in financial services. She, every day she calls X amount of people and she is so disciplined. So you got to be disciplined for the formula to work. You got to find those people that you're solving a problem for. You are a problem solver. What keeps people up at night? What keeps them consuming? Mean, what is it that you can help them? It's the, now here it is. This is a ministry and you should treat it like a ministry. People that are in it for the money, they'll make money possibly. But what keeps the longevity of a career? I started at 1980 before you were born, I bet. You girl, you don't, you, girl you don't know that. You don't know no, that, look girl. look at you. You're so young. But <laughs> <laughs> you can say the same thing. Go ahead and say it back. But anyway. You are ridiculously <laughs> young. Shoot. Yeah, you woo. Yeah. <laughs> but you, um, that keeps me in the game is saying, help somebody. Now, that's the beauty queen in me again. But in the social work major in me, but mm -hmm. I absolutely love to help people break through and be more productive, give them a bullet. See, I'm all about the, the motivation, self-help humor. And I tell funny, true stories, but it has a message in the story. So that's where I know I'm good. So the listening audience, what's your strength? It's just as important to know, like in my, in my new book I wrote, I said, we got we to gotta quit teaching fish how to climb trees. Mm -hmm. And that's a quote from another author. That, that's not original to me. Go Same. ahead and hold up that book, would you? Real close. Yeah, you want to see it right there. So Jane's latest book is Rhinestones on My Flip-Flops, Choosing Extravagant Joy in the Midst of Everyday Mess-Ups. Go yes. order that book, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So Jane, we all have book. a superpower something yeah. that we just excel at you're you're touching on it right now what would you consider your superpower that when you're doing it you're in your flow that's where your genius lies what is your superpower and everything else you uh, outsource to others ridiculous optimism and the ability to really communicate that, that communication uh, with humor, people love to laugh. The older I get, the more I realize the power of laughter. And I, mm. I have a section in my book called Women of Wisdom. Like, I want to be a wow. You need to be a mo. <laughs> Man of wisdom. That needs to be. And you can't be a mo. <laughs> unless a mo. You, you're a mo. You better be a mo. I'm a um, mofo. <laughs> you you're a FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> don't be a FOMO. Huh? I don't know what that is. You're a mo. Well, like a fake mo. You don't want to be it. I know it is. I don't want to be that. There's a lot of FOMOs out there. Oh, tell me about it. And the FOMOs mm -hmm. don't last. You just watch them. Gotcha. They so just, humor yeah. and communication is your yeah. superpower. Yeah, I can find the funny in it just about everything. My friends Love will it. say, How'd you see that? And I'll say, Blah, 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 blah. And they'll go, Oh, 
That was so funny because that's how I saw it. The, uh, my mother was like that. She could see, she would always say, ah, oh, that's really bad. It's like my brother was been married six times. Six. <laughs> and the last, I mean, I was just freaking out another wife, another wife. And I said, mama, she said, have you met her? I went, uh-uh. She said, you know her name? I went, no. And I was so worried how she was going to handle it. She <laughs> said, oh, Pope, I mean, what you call it? She said, um, um, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. I said, Cleopatra? She said, yeah, the queen of denial. Get it? <laughs> the Nile, I get it. So, you, you know, that's how she handled all these, like, what? You've got to be kidding me. So instead of saying that, she would dig and find something to laugh at to give it some levity because when you have levity you can make it it's like god's hug of it's gonna be okay you got to find some humor and so i love wisdom and i love humor and combining the two mm. i think that's my sweet spot i think that's fantastic what you're touching on jane because so many of us right startup nation you're listening right now and the world is telling you don't show your uniqueness that's not what the world wants to see. Be like everyone else, right? Conform, you know, in order to fit in. Dunce hat, Yeah, and that's exactly the lie that is keeping you from greatness, right? God made each of us completely unique. Jane is bringing out her, her humor, her wisdom, the way she sees situations in a very unique, one-of-a-kind perspective. And that's the very thing people pay her for. So and write, write, yeah. write, 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 and write some more. Write, write, because writing, then you get ideas, and then you, you get an insight, and then you have a blog, and then you have a newsletter, and then you have a book. Drag and drop, drag and drop. You know, hey, this story, that's how I wrote this book was easy to write. Rhinestones on the flip-flops. Yeah, because I had all these newsletters. They're my newsletters. They weren't out on the, on the, some of them were blogged, drag and drop. And then I'm thinking, ah, oh, that's a funny story. I need to put that in my speech under when I'm speaking to this person right here, right here. So, but writing is powerful. Journal, anything, put your brain on paper and look at it and read it. That will help you. So my latest uh, book that I just mentioned um, that I, uh, I'm almost complete with, right? And uh, what I did is exactly what you're saying. I took my journal, personal journal entries, my, my prayers, right? And uh, over the past two to three years, and I put them into this book to help others in their meditation, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like repurposing content because you're writing you never know when that content is going to fit perfectly into something you're doing in the future. And I think oh, that's what I'm hearing you say. And pay attention. You know, as you speak and meet people, as you do, as I do, I, I see issues and I write about the issue and I have some humor like this whole book. I use biblical women, iconic ones like Eve. She was deceived. She didn't think she had it all. But she realized she lost, she had it all when she lost it all. So then Naomi and and um, Naomi was was middle aged kind of bitter chick. She had a lot happen to her, and she was like, "Oh, there's poor little bitter Naomi, bless her heart." And then she got tired of it, and so she started turning it around. See, I think I think the most successful people I know do the hokey pokey. You know. What does that mean? You put your right foot in. You do the right thing. 
Mm. Right foot out, right foot in, and you shake it. You shake issues off. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. You look at that and think, all right, there's a lesson in this hokey pokey business. But if you do the right thing, shake it off, turn it around, that's what it's all about. Trent. Oh my gosh. It's I like know. you just turned that song into like wisdom. Like it is. <laughs> it's amazing. When you think about it, we all have should have hokey pokey moments. If I you love are having it. hokey pokey moments, something is wrong. You need to turn things around. You don't need to care. You know, you share with me, you don't want to carry stuff. I don't want to carry stuff. I gotta I gotta have conclusion, then you share it. You Love can't it. share unless you have conclusion. Because if you keep sharing without conclusion, you're having a giant therapy session and nobody wants to hear it. That's right. You got to get complete on stuff. So Jane, describe to us your biggest fail, uh, mistake, or setback that you had your first year in business. Probably trusting the wrong people that I was so eager. I made investments that were so stupid. Just when I look, I, I saved it because it's so bad. Like mm -hmm. how to do a brochure. Oh, I can help you with that pile of money went to this guy crummy mm. ridiculous it always reminds me but then again you need need to learn to fail faster fail faster just get it over with just do it and if it fails you know again turn it around shake it off learn hokey pokey so that's what you do but yeah that was so crummy too eager and not to do my homework and ask people who are the experts you know is this a good investment who would you go to? I've learned to do that. I mean, I go, I have a list of people. I have my go-to people. See, those are my people of wisdom. My men of wisdom, my women of wisdom. They'll tell me the truth because they've been there, done that, and they don't want anybody else to make their mistake. I love it. How many hours would you say you put in per week working uh, your first year in business? Gosh, it was relentless. Mm. It was totally relentless. I knew, I mean, I would get up at the crack of dawn and get on the phone and call. And I still do that. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta do what brung you. You see what I'm saying? You gotta dance with the thing that, and a lot of people don't like to do that. They have to go backwards and go, gosh, why isn't this working? Well, look at what you did to get there. Maybe mm. you need to be picking up the phone and, and calling people saying, Hey, I just want to share with you what I do. I'd love for you to, here's my demo. Would you like a book? Let me send you and give people more than they ask and whether you, in, in any business, give them more. Now I know there are compliance issues with some businesses, but give them more, you know, overwhelm them and just, and keep them in your remembrance. Get in touch. Don't say, hey, book me again. No, I mean, my last year's clients, I mailed every single one this book. Can you see? <laughs> every single one got this book. And I said, thinking of you, have a great 2018. Had a super time being with y'all. Boom, I don't sit there and mark. They know what I'm doing. That's right. You're not pitching them, you're gifting yeah. them. And, and in the gifting of that with no intention, no agenda behind it, you're now present. I'm a right? friend. I'm a friend. That's it. I don't want to be a client. I want to be a friend too. Love that. What would you say was the number one fear that really messed with your head back then that first year? Comparing myself to other people, you know, Got looking it. at all these other, and they, they, most of them lying through their teeth, you know, going, Oh, mm. I'm not good enough. I'm not funny. I'm not good. So don't do that. You know, just keep working on your strengths and quit wasting your time on your weaknesses. That'll trip you up because then you'll burn out. That's not in your wheelhouse. Work on what you do well. I mean, I, I get very, I get at my desk and I get 
I hyper-focus big time, big time. And I make myself go out. Like last week, I had no business going to Sarasota for a week with Thomas. But I had such fun, and it just loosened all those brain cells up. And, and then I came back different. So take time also to absorb and to get revitalized and step out of your comfort zone and do something weird. I love weird. I don't always, you know, I can't stand people that go, oh, I'm just too old to learn how to do that. Uh, One of my best friends was 92. The first person I knew had an iPad and she day trades. <laughs> I'm thinking, dang, I love her. She's in my book. She's a wow woman. That's so cool. Yeah. What, what would you say is the best business advice you've ever received, Jane? Keep learning, keep growing, keep stretching. Um, don't have one year of experience 20 times. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, if you want to, I mean, I, I, if this person knew I was saying this, they'd shoot me. But I heard a speaker friend of mine I absolutely adore speak. I know that speech is 25 years old. Mm. Oh, come on. I mean, that is just, don't do that. Get new material. That's you know, it. get something different. You got to be fresh and relevant, right? And really speak into, into people's listening. Where are yeah. they in their lives? What's going on in their lives? And that's ever changing. So I get yeah. that. Now, yeah, share with us. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. Uh, share with us one of your daily habits that has helped you to get to where you are today. Well, I follow the teachings of Christ. And I spend time in my devotion. My husband and I have a system. One of my favorite ministers to listen to is Joyce Meyer. That's our ritual. I get up in the morning, I fix a cup of coffee, and we listen to her. And it just sets the tone. She's a very, I mean, this is not an educated woman, but she's got a tremendous message. And that helps me get my day going. It puts it in perspective. So I love that. That's number one, is to get my head straight, because it all starts here. And she wrote a great book called The Battlefield of a Mind. And it's an awesome book. So I believe in that. So I start my day out that way. I like to go to the gym because I got I to gotta get this going, then I got to get the rest of me going. Mm. And then I can sit down and really focus and really make things happen. So what I'm hearing you say is that you start every morning winning the battle over your mind. That's right. That's right. However you can up. do that. Yeah, however, yeah. that's my game plan. Other people, they have a different game plan. That's perfect. Just do what works for you. But that is, and my soul has to get motivated. And then the rest of me gets motivated. It's amazing how that works for me and my husband. I love it. What's your favorite website, app, or digital resource and why? My favorite, well, I hate to say it, but I love YouTube. I mean, that's yeah. just crazy. But why? I, you know, I, I go there for everything. I go there for tutorials. I mean, I am a big do-it-yourself kind of person, like WordPress. I love to go and look at tutorials. Um, I love to look and see what my other speaker friends are doing, the ones I really respect. Mm. So keep up with what other people are doing and hitting home runs in the industry. Not to copy, but let that fire your own brain so you can see what they're up to. I like to read other people that are in competition with me. I love to listen to their comedy. I love to listen to singing. Uh, I love, I love music because I'm, I'm a singer. And I, I love to think about, you know, writing different. I'm, I write music. I don't score it. I just hear it. 
and I'll go to the studio and say, okay, I'm hearing this. And so like I wrote a song called where your rhinestones on your flip flops and stuff like that. So, um, I can have you to sing to us the refrain real quick? Yeah. Wear your rhinestones on your flip-flops, living life joyfully. Wear your rhinestones on your flip-flops, days can be challenging. Don't be stressed, fix the mess, live a life truly blessed. I love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Great preview for Startup Nation. What's the one thing you (laughs) want the world to know, Jane, about being successful in business? It starts with a good-hearted person that wants to make a difference. I, my husband and I were talking about this. I said, Thomas, when will you retire? He said, I don't ever plan to. I, ne- I don't either. You might slow down and take more time off. I'm not going to retire. That is not what I'm going to do. And because I have girlfriends, I call it the triple flip-flop in my book. The triple flip-flop is when you hit menopause, not fun. When you have an empty nest, not fun. And then you're dealing with... Uh, a loss of a parent, a spouse, or some kind of disease as the MED. What do you do? I told my friends, I said, y'all, you better get something going because when they're gone, honey, they're gone. You don't want them coming back either, mm. your children. You better find a way, as my good friend, Dr. Nito Kubane says, move from success to significance. Mm-hmm. If you can be significant, and that's where I am, I wanna be significant. Yeah. I had success. I mean, I sang at Radio City Music Hall. I could go through all the cool stuff I've done. Nobody cares about all that. What they care about is that you help them reach another level of maturity in their lives where they can go to work and they can get their brain settled and they can make their first $100,000 or they can buy their dream home or they can take a portion of that and be philanthropic with it and give back. You got to give back. You got to give back. And that keeps your, you got to keep your passion high and yourself low. I mean, if I, when I, when, I mean, last week was so fun with all these women. Oh, you wrote a book. Oh, it's been a bestseller. And I'm going, yeah, but I don't think about that. Why think about that? To me, that's just an anchor. Like, wow, look what I did. No, thank you. I don't want to talk about that. I I frankly get embarrassed. Mm. I'd rather think about, wow. What am I going to do this year to increase my business where I can make more money, give more money, invest more money, play with more money, and take a risk with this money? What can I do to to put that in different pockets that would be so cool to do? And I think when you can live like that, you're making a mark. You're making a difference. Like my friend Larry Wingett says, there's an imaginary comma behind your name. What is it? What do you want people to say about you? That's your life's journey is that comma. You know, a lot of people call it, you know, this been said a million times, the dash on the headstone, the dash. This date, this date, what's your dash? Mine is what's your comma? So that's how I look at it. Love it. So Startup Nation, uh, we are speaking with Jane Jenkins Herlong, and you can find her at janeherlong.com. That's Jane, H-E-R-L-O-N-G.com. She is a motivational speaker. She's a humorist. Uh, She's a former beauty pageant queen, uh, Miss America. She's the girl. She's got the wave. She's everything. (laughs) Lady, she is a wow woman. So, uh, I would like to invite you to the next part of my show that I love, which is welcome to the hustle round. 
This is where I'm going to ask you three quick fire, uh, sorry, 12 quick fire wow. questions. Wow. It's, yeah. like, it's like a pageant interview. Wait a minute. This is like a pageant interview. Get your Wait pageant pose, girl. All right. You're going to have minute. a. Let me get the girls. <laughs> get the girls. Get the sisters get the all girl. good. Right? Yeah, all right. Okay, I'm ready so, for the pageant. All right. 12 quick fire questions. You have about three seconds ready. to answer each. Don't overthink it. First thing that comes to you. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Jane, what's your favorite sound? Music. What's your, what's uh, your nature. least? Nature. Nature. Got it. What's your least favorite sound? Screaming baby on a plane. <laughs> when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Important. Got it. What are you most afraid of? Listening to other people okay. that don't have my best interest. My backup, jealousy. I hate Got jealousy. Got it. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Listening to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. What secret fear do you have about people? Envy. Yeah. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? Stop trying to please everybody. Got it. What is a new habit you want to form? More discipline. And what's a bad well, habit you want to break? Lack of discipline. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Ebullient. Content. And exploring. What was the first word? Ebullient. What does that mean? Right on the inside out. Love it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. Uh, fearful, struggling, content, somewhat. But I didn't like that. I, I want to be a little discontent. That Got it. Sense. And Jane, you already alluded to this. Imagine sometime in the distant future, and there you are standing in front of your tombstone. Read to us what it says after the comma. I told you I was sick. I told That's you I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> and now I'm dead. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anything else or was that it? <laughs> I came to do my father's work. Love it. And then done, period. Done. Done. And last question, Jane. If you could come back to life after you died and tell your family, friends, and loved ones only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Perfect peace. Perfect peace? Mm-hmm. Peaceful. Like, that's what it is on the other side? Yes, peaceful. Love Perfect it. Perfect peace. Jane, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? Well, you can go to janeherlong.com. Uh, of course, I'm all the, all the Facebook, blah, 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 you name it, I'm there. And uh, YouTube, you can go on my YouTube channel and check out some of my funny stories. Listen to me on SiriusXM 97. And um, I guess go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, the books all over the place, which I'm thrilled. And Show just us look the at book. my four books. I've got, this is my fourth one. All right. So Jane's fourth book, Rhinestones on my flip-flops. Choosing yes. extravagant joy. So when life flips, don't be a flop. Don't be a flop. I, yeah, I've got great advice in there for men and women. It, it works. Let me just tell you. Hey, whoever wears flip-flops, there's advice in there for you, okay? Rhinestones so, on them. James, thanks for joining us today, and we wish you peace, love, and superpowers. Thank you, Joseph. It's been an honor.
You're welcome. Startup Nation, head over to first100k.com for even more tools, tactics, and tricks that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll catch you on the next show. Peace.